Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. My name is Steve Vandegraaff. It's my turn to be with you this week and I'm excited to spend a little time together with you. I hope everyone's doing really good. I had an awesome weekend. I met a homeless man named Dr. Derek Williams, who used to be a dentist, but he now lives out of an RV and travels the country. Well, I was lucky enough to have him come into my town this week, and we got to spend the weekend together. We had a blast. Yesterday, my kids and I also, we did our first Spartan race. Basically, this is a distance run outside with a lot of obstacles included, and it was awesome. It was really something to see. There were thousands of people jumping in mud, swinging on monkey bars, crawling on and below things. It seemed like a giant playground for adults, and it was just super fun. My kids loved it too. We had a blast. If you have never done it before, I would recommend you totally try it. We are definitely going to be doing it again. So it was a great week for me. This week is Thanksgiving week, and I'm excited to announce that starting on Thursday, Thanksgiving, and going through Sunday night until midnight, we will be having a Black Friday sale for the Lifestyle Practice Academy. $1,000 off this weekend, a lifetime subscription to the Academy. The Lifestyle Practice Academy is our online business course. It teaches you the nuts and bolts of how to build a practice around your ideal lifestyle. It's organized into about a dozen business lectures and slides that we call modules. First module is your vision. It helps you to define what you really want in life, and then we work backwards to start building a practice that affords you that schedule and lifestyle. The next module is on your team, the foundation of your practice, how to hire and train and build a high-performing team. The next modules move on to marketing for new patients, how to schedule patients, how to ramp up production, and other crucial lessons that you'll need to build an outlier level practice. We also have about 10 other bonus modules on real estate, which teach you the ins and outs of how to find, evaluate, buy, and rent real estate, mostly single family rentals. Finally, we have a lot of bonus aids that you can download and use. Office documents, marketing pieces, checklists, stuff that you can use in your practice right away. So a lifetime subscription to the Lifestyle Practice Academy, $1,000 off will be offered for Black Friday, starting this Thanksgiving Thursday and going through the weekend Sunday at midnight. Jumping into today's topic, I'm going to share with you two statistics that you must know as a dentist. Now, these are not happy statistics, but that's why I'm sharing them with you so that you can beat the odds. The first one, you ready? Dentists are more likely than the rest of the population to become injured and disabled. So if you took all the jobs in the economy, teachers, janitors, electricians, tradesmen, dentists are far more likely than the average of other occupations to experience career-causing injury and disability. This can be a chronic physical injury or mental illness like depression or anxiety. Nearly one in four dentists will experience disability during their careers. The average disability of other occupations is 17%. Dentists are at 25. So this is not a happy number, but it's a statistic you need to know. And I'm telling you not so that I can sell you on disability insurance. 
what I want to sell you on is taking control of your position and your practice so you can be well for your family and your life. On physical injury, dentistry is really hard on your body. No question about it. We all know this. I think I've shared before, I worked for a few months in construction right before starting dental school. I was actually a roofer and I spent all day, every day, bending over, tearing off roofs and lifting really heavy stuff. It was basically just hard labor. But without a doubt, it wasn't nearly as hard on the back as dentistry is. NIH statistics among healthcare providers say that 67%, so two-thirds of dentists, will develop chronic musculoskeletal pain. The next highest was surgeons at 36%. So dentists double the rate of second place. So these aren't great, right? Not good odds. But there are things that you can do to mitigate this and not become one of the two-thirds with chronic pain or, or the one-fourth that develops a disability. And I would say, I would sum this up by saying, embrace the mindset to work smarter rather than harder. For example, don't twist yourself into a pretzel all day, grabbing your own stuff and isolating by yourself. Train your assistants to make your work easier so you're not running around all the time. Work smarter by doing less. Stop doing things that any other team member can do. I did a podcast recently entitled Say Goodbye to DIY. Listen to it if you haven't, but you need to stop doing it all yourself. The things a dentist can do that others cannot is really simple. Diagnose and do dentistry. Everything else can be done by another team member. If you hand off one thing per week, that you shouldn't be doing, within two months, your life will be significantly less stressful than it is right now. A small to medium-sized dental practice is paying at least several thousand dollars a week in payroll, often way more. Employees work for you to help you be productive and to make your life easier. That's why. Are you paying several thousand dollars to employees every week, but you still have a mountain of little things that just suck up your evenings or your weekends, that's not fair to you. You need to delegate and lead better. Working smarter, not harder, also means prioritizing your physical health. The physical and mental demands from our job require us to take care of our body. Remember, a quarter of dentists at some point in their career will suffer a period of disability. Are you exercising multiple times a week? Are you eating right? Are you sleeping enough? Sacrificing any of these is compromising your health for work. And that's precisely backwards of how it should be. I'm not talking about becoming a bodybuilder or a model. I'm talking about being physically fit and mentally well. We all know the things that we have to do to treat our bodies, right? I don't need to say them. We all know what to do. But only a minority of people have the discipline and the motivation to actually do it. Interestingly, the most professionally successful people that I personally know are all also very healthy and fit people. They're conscientious about their health just like they are about their work. And I think this is because taking real ownership over your life will naturally lead to both. So remember, take care of yourself by working smarter rather than harder so you don't become one of the one-fourth. The second statistic that you really need to know as a dentist, dentists retire on average 
seven years later than the rest of society. That's right. I didn't believe this at first, but I read into it. And yes, the average person in the United States retires at 62. The average dentist retires at 69. I read some possible explanations as to why. One thought is dentists are prime targets for salespeople and financial advisors whose commissions just eat a good portion of the dentist's retirement savings over their life. So don't trust just anybody with your money. We're in charge of our own investments. Another thought is that dentists are susceptible to pent-up demand for lavish purchases, especially in the early years of a career. So don't live in the poorhouse by any means, but remember that stuff doesn't make you happy. If you can't enjoy a cup of coffee, you won't enjoy a yacht. The last thought was dentists have a more complex financial circumstance than the general public with their businesses and their partnerships and their employees. And this can cause confusion or loss in financial planning. Well, you know what? Whatever the reason is, it's not good. Do not be an average dentist and retire seven years after everybody else after your active years are all in the past. You need to step it up now so you've got choices long before your 60s. Some people think putting a little money into a 401k each year is gonna do it. Or that Medicare will be there for you since you're paying into it with each paycheck. Sorry, but if you think these traditional American retirement paths are gonna do it for you, you're going to be sad when your bubble bursts. I personally don't know anybody that is done early or able to have the freedom to work less because they funded their 401k. And don't think that the government is gonna be there for you. Medicare on its current path will be insolvent in about 10 years, so that's gone. No, it's up to us to forge our own path. Create investments and passive income streams that will grow your wealth and produce cash flow for you in the now, not decades from now. And the way you're able to do this, it's by creating a profitable dental practice. I'm working with a client who recently acquired a practice and she has turned it around immediately. It was a Medicaid practice for decades. And now within a year, it is a fee for service practice doing double the numbers on less days worked per week. This dentist, she's investing her profits from the practice heavily into commercial real estate. She gets it and she's on the right path. Recently, in one of our calls, she shared some unexpected news. The selling doctor she bought the practice from died of a heart attack. This dentist worked for decades, long weeks and hours, and at low fees. He finally hung it up and sold the practice at 68 years old, and then died less than one year later. Now, I'm not casting a shade on him. This is no judgment. Okay, he, he may have loved what he did. Maybe dentistry was his passion. I have no doubt he did a lot of good. And of course, none of us knows when it's our time. But hearing that news just made me really sad. If it was possible for him to know what was ahead, could he have done things differently and maybe enjoyed more of life outside of work or have retired sooner? For you and I, I know we can. While the average dentist retires at 69, you don't need to be average. Don't do average things and have an average practice with average goals. If you're listening to this podcast, you want something else. 
and it's up to you to create it. So I shared with you two statistics today. You could likely suffer disability in this profession and you are slotted to retire at nearly age 70 later than the average of all other occupations. But you can overcome the odds. Beat the numbers by taking care of yourself, working smarter rather than harder, and building a practice that will give you financial independence earlier in life. If you want some help to get on this track, connect with us regarding coaching. Steve, Matt, Derek, and Justin at thelifestylepractice.com. Also, reminder, there is the Lifestyle Practice Academy Black Friday special available only this week from Thanksgiving to Sunday night. This is available on our website, thelifestylepractice.com, under the tab Work With Us towards the bottom of the page. You can also just email us and we'll set you up. With that, everybody, have a great week. Sicker than your average.